The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. And welcome into the EP Podcast. My name is Chris. That is Hannah. Belly on up to the nine-foot homemade oak bar. Today on the program, we have a village trustee who has never been on the show before, filling in for our good friend, Mark Marzullo. And he brought gifts. Yes. Which Mark has never done before. So I'm very excited about Norm Anderson stopping by today. Dr. David Beckman is going to jump on and talk about some of the coronavirus variants. And also vaccines. I know that's something that people are concerned about. We heard the mayor talking about a possible vaccine initiative that he's working on. On the last show, we're going to talk with the doctor about how he thinks that should be rolled out and also get a little bit of advice from him. And I know you went and saw him recently. Yes, I did. And he told me about all of your problems. And uh, and now I'm going to be keeping track of what you're eating over there. You're, oh, you're, yeah. You got, you got something good over there, right? You're I got, not I got any... sausage. Yeah. I no, got you can't have cheese, that. Don't touch that pizza, stuff. I got pizza. I got beer. Dr. Beckman, I'm going to stop her right now. Don't worry <laughs> about it, okay? It's all brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. It's never too early to start teaching your kids about money. And this year... Help them take the first step towards a healthy financial future with a junior savings account from First National Bank of Evergreen Park. With a junior savers account, children can earn interest on every dollar they deposit so they can watch their money grow, show your children how rewarding saving can be, and set them up for success. To learn more, visit bankevergreenpark.com slash JS. That is for junior savers. No minimum required to open member FDIC. You got activated. I got I got activated. <laughs> I'm you just know, laughing. It was at really that. it was really weird it's how that went down. Painful, because isn't it? First of all, somebody saying, I'm going to activate you, yeah. frightens me. I mean, it's just something that kind of it worries me. Like, what does yeah, that mean? That was a little bit like I was feeling kind of dull and sluggish. I'm like, yeah, yeah activate. I'm gonna be activated. So I, I you know, I everybody hurt. knows I'm trying to lose this weight. I'm down nine pounds now. Yay. Okay, so we've we've Applause. added some more to the total, and uh, hopefully by the time I weigh myself tomorrow, we're down to the even ten, and we just keep moving. Uh, and so the fitness routine is working very well, and I haven't done a lot of major impact ex- exercising because my plan is to just eat better, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to get myself back into shape. Yeah, and we talk with Core Fitness and Physical Therapy right here in Evergreen Park, and they 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 said, look. If you go out and you just start doing high impact stuff right away, you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. You're old, Chris, because I am. I'm old. There's I'm nothing, in my 40s. There's nothing wrong with going low impact right? and taking it yeah. slow. I can't just throw on some sweatpants and start running. I'm going to pull something. So it's not going to work. So they're going to fix what's going on with me first. And the whole idea behind the activation is to, I guess, get your internal muscles going. Have you ever done one of these before? Yes. Okay. Oh, so I've, let me tell you about my experience. They've done it to me a few times. Because they made me into a superhero. I go in there with Peggy at Corp. So first, what she does is she tries to demonstrate where my strengths are. Now, I am going to brag a little bit. She does this thing where she has me put my arm up, and she's going to move the arm. Yep. And she couldn't move my arm. She put all of her weight, she couldn't move my arm. She actually had to admit, like, you're pretty strong upper body. And I was like, thank you. I, mean, I felt good about myself, right? Yeah. I'm like, I'm strong. Yeah, complimented. She's, like, she's thinking she's going to move my arm and then show me how she's going to fix it. She couldn't move my arm. So now she goes to the legs. Every single thing she did... I could not stop her from basically manhandling mm-hmm. me like a puppet. I couldn't yep. resist her pushing on it. She's using one arm. She's pushing my legs down. She's pushing them to the side. She's whipping them back and forth on the table. I can't stop her from doing it. I have no lower body strength. And nope. I think I'm pretty smart, you know, pretty, 
pretty fit down did there. Did she activate your psoas muzzle? Yes, muscle. I got that. I did okay. all that. But here, let me okay. tell you what happens. Okay. She goes through, she activates every muscle. She gets the interior. She goes along the psoas rib cage. Hurts. The psoas is something where they like press in underneath the stomach. Oh. They do this thing where they massage the back of your neck just to get your glutes to work. Yep. And I'm like, so you're rubbing the back of my neck to make they my do butt like muscles right work? Below your clavicle, they would do that to me, and I would yeah. like want to cry sometimes. You'll realize like how sore your muscles under your collarbone can get. And the idea is we don't use these muscles. You don't, and you should be. Right. So this is what they're telling me is that we don't use these muscles. So when they're done, I'm like sitting there and I'm like a little sore and I'm like, all right. And I'm kind of giving her a hard time. Like, this didn't do anything. Right? Until you start moving. So she does the upper body thing, and I'm like, it's still you still can't move me. She goes to do the lower body stuff. There was a point where I was laying on my back with my legs up in the air where she should have been able to just push my leg right down. She's on the table with her whole body weight and I'm holding her up. Yeah, that psoas muscle activated. She was activated. one arm before the exercise. Mm-hmm. And now I have this incredible amount of strength. Then they're trying to like move like my hips and everything else. Like they can't move me on the table. I'm like yeah. rocks out. I'm like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Now I get up. And she's like, take a walk. And I get to the end of the hallway and she goes, how do you feel? I said, I feel an inch taller and I feel like I'm 25 again. It was, yeah. it was nuts. I told my dad about it. I'm like, you gotta go do this thing. I think they like, do that for the Brother Rice football team. That's what she was telling me. Yeah. All these athletes do these yeah. activations. Mm-hmm. And it's basically a really deep tissue massage is the best way for me to describe it. But it prevents too. injuries. But yeah, it makes, and what happens is you walk straighter. Mm-hmm. And then if you go out and you exercise and you're doing something physical, you're less likely to injure yourself. Yeah. So I thought this thing was super cool. I, 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 I'm going to tell you, this is the second time that I've gone into core and thought, these people, this is some sort of witchcraft that doesn't work, this Pilates thing. Yeah. And I walk out of it, I'm like, I'm like 10 times stronger. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it's, it's insane. Yeah. So I can't wait to see what I look like on the scale this week. I, I can't wait to figure out, like, what they're going to do to me next. I'm going back for more Pilates coming up next week. And there's, like, a whole team working on me. And But I'm going to go back to this and say... It never feels like I'm working really hard on it. Mm-hmm. And then I come out of it and I feel stronger. Yeah. Like you go for a run, you're exhausted. You, are. you lift weights, you're exhausted. I do this. This is very slow, very methodical. Right. Yeah. And I don't feel like it hurts while I'm doing it. And then I walk out of there and I'm, again, they're, they're teaching you proper lifting form people. and you're doing it correctly. I'm you're... lifting people. Yeah. I'm Superman. Pretty no, strong. I don't think you're Superman. Meanwhile, Norm Anderson brought me a pizza, so, you know. I'll be a little less strong tomorrow. <laughs> a little less strong tomorrow. It is now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street, brought to you by Mike Thauer of Country Insurance. Listen, I use Mike for everything around here. The cars, the house, everything. I've been with him for a year. I never see any rate increases. I don't know if it's because I'm special or he's just good at what he does. Check him out. 708-425-1559. The Evergreen Park Youth Center is open again. We've talked about this at 3450 West 97th Street. And Room 105 is available to kids Monday through Friday, 3 to 6 p.m. And also Saturday mornings from 9 a.m. until noon. There's a game room there. Arcade games, Wii, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox, air hockey, foosball, ping pong, pool tables, karaoke stereo system, four big screen televisions, and refreshments for the kids to purchase. Basically, it's better than anything that was ever offered to me as a child. Every year we have the folks on from Most Holy Redeemer for their trivia night, which happens right around this time. 
This year, it's a virtual trivia night, Saturday, February 27th, that starts at 7.30 p.m. You do it from your home. If you're into trivia, get tickets right now. Sign up, mhrschool.com. That's your word on the street, and this is the EP Podcast, found everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at theeppodcast.com. Are you a CFO, HR professional, or owner of a company, big or small, and you're tired of the typical health insurance premium increases each and every year? Out of control premiums with no end in sight. Well, now there is the elite benefits formula. This process has saved employers and their employees thousands or even tens of thousands of dollars each year. These strategies are avoided by most insurance professionals, and the insurance companies definitely do not want you to know about them. But Elite Benefits of America is ready to help you. Just about all employers in the Chicagoland area can now take advantage of some or all of these strategies and start saving money. Butch Zemar from Elite Benefits of America wants you to reach out to him today. Visit EliteBenefits.net or call 708-535-3006. Join us down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar. And I'm going to tell you something. I love when a guest brings food, but I always expect it from a restaurant, right? Right, Anna? I always think a restaurant's going to bring food. And instead, it's not a restaurant. And we've had one of his fellow village trustees down here, I think, about five or six times. And Mark Marzullo has never brought me a pizza. He has not. And I've got a Rosangela sitting here oh, on the bar so and a case hot, of beer that Norm hot. Anderson brought me over. So Norm's another village trustee. He's filling in for Mark this month. We generally have the trustees in to talk about stuff going on around Evergreen Park. And this is his first trip to the bar. How are you, Norm? Good, good, Chris. How are you? Hi, Hannah. How are you? Mm, very good. good. Love the pizza. Nice to meet you today. Yeah. <laughs> you did some pizza. pizza. Yeah. Is it good? It's still warm, right? Oh, yeah. Hannah, yeah Hannah's quite out. the professional. You can yeah. hear her chew on the yeah. podcast. At first, she's like, Chris, at first she said no, and then she said yes. So. <laughs> all right. So, so uh, uh, first of all, thanks for the food. It's great. Absolutely. Uh, you know, my sit pleasure. Sit down here. Enjoy my yourself. Pleasure. It should be an awful lot of fun uh, having you hang out with us. Uh, just a little bit of background on Norm. First off, Norm has been saying he was going to come on this show and then not coming oh, on this show for at least a year and a half. I think the first time we almost had Norm on the show was... Fourth of, Ju- Fourth of July parade, 2019, because remember there wasn't one in 2020 and he and Marzula are walking along and Norm's like, Norm's the Norm. These guys are like a team, right? You've heard Marzula on the show. Go back and listen. To and failing. Okay. Oh, and failing too. Okay. But, but the, the flashy guy, the brash guy, the guy wearing the American flag shirt, the button-down American flag shirt and the hat and the sunglasses. That's Marzullo. He jumps out. He can't stop talking. Absolutely. Norm, Norm got like three words in on that one. I was like, come down to the bar sometime. But he hasn't shown up. And now, not only do I, am I in a bowling league with Norm, okay, but I was on his softball team this summer. And I spent all summer long telling him you got to come down here. So I finally was able to twist his arm enough to get him down here. And uh, first, before we even get into what I want to ask you about the village, uh, before we even turn on the microphones, he made sure to point out to Hannah how amazingly lightning fast I am when I play <laughs> softball. And then what did he say? And then, yeah, I didn't tell him what I say. You run pretty fast for a fat guy. <laughs> how are you going to be true. when you're skinny? <laughs> and, and, and since I'm losing all this weight and I'm doing this you're diet thing. You're going to number thing, two, Chris. You're like, going to yeah, number two I'll be second order. in the batting order all of a sudden. Absolutely. I'm excited about it. Okay. And it's true. You've been trying to get me for about a year and a half and I keep pawning you off. But I, I finally wore it down, Chris. I finally wore it down and... 
Well, I appreciate I you. Here I, I appreciate you no, coming back. I appreciate back. you having me. Thank you. Okay, so uh, let's talk about what's going on in the village. Just sure. uh, curious. And I always throw these things at, at, at Mark, and I'm, I'm always amazed that he knows all the things that are going on. You guys are pretty locked in, in mm-hmm. the, uh, with the trustees. You guys really know what's going on. Take us inside what's going on with the village trustees and things that you guys might be discussing. Maybe it's new businesses coming in. Maybe it's something that's, uh, you know, that, that some kind of issue that needs to be addressed. What have you guys been working on lately? Well, we've been working on, uh, Chris and, and Hannah, is um, we've been trying to keep the businesses here that are that are established, we've been trying to help them out, you know. So with this COVID, it's been a very, very hard, difficult time for us. You know, the public can't come into the meetings. You know, um, we don't want anyone getting sick. So we've been working really hard to, we're still getting businesses in, into Evergreen, you know, small businesses, you know, like an accounting firm. There are a couple places that have closed. I mean, it, it's, it's a shame, but it's happened. I mean, yeah. while there are places that have survived, People can't forget that there are places that this was their livelihood yeah. and it's already gone. And yeah. you guys are trying to figure out, yeah, we're at the tail end of this, but they may be on fumes at this point. That's so true. what are you guys working on to try That's to help true. them out? Well, we, we, what we did was we uh, kind of gave them a little help on, you know, eliminating some of the business fees for them, you know, which we got a lot of letters. From. Wait, there's was, business fees? Yeah. Do yeah. I owe you guys fees for this? Oh, you're you're going to pay big time. Yeah. <laughs> They go up there and talk to the mayor. Gonna pay with, yeah, pay. Man, yeah. why'd you take your pizza back? What the heck is this? Shows up with pizzas and fees. Anyway, but you're eliminating p- uh, business fees and what They're not else? eliminating. We, oh, you're you're helping just, them with it. Just helping them. Okay. You know, uh, uh, throughout, you know, the village, we got some letters on that. And, you know, we're just trying to get new business. Like, there, there's a small business over there by, um, across from the new 7-Eleven went in. Yeah, I saw you that. that. You got yeah, a new 7-Eleven nice. that went in. It's it's right over by a uh, little company, right? 90, yeah, 95th in uh, California. 95th in California. Little, right bu- little business there right across the street is uh, a little uh, salon joint called Allure. It's very nice, you know, that, so they came in. And, and there's other businesses coming in. You That's know? good. But, you know, it's steady. It's not as busy as it was, you know, so we'll see what happens. I mean, the mayor's got a plan, and... Whoever's elected next mayor, hopefully they have a plan too. What's the word on the gaming machines? I think Marzullo's brought that up a couple yeah. times when he's yeah, down here. Yeah, we voted for gaming. Okay. You know, so um, now it, the way I heard it was you had more people that applied for it than actual spots. And I just got that from a couple of the businesses that I bounce around and talk to all the yeah. time. So yeah, I'm like, sure that's are true. you leaning towards certain types of businesses? Is it like going to be a random thing? Have you guys figured it out yet? Yeah, or? Well, what we're looking at is, is, is food, food, wine, and beer, okay. right? You know, and, Places uh, that other, do that. That correct, makes more sense. Right. You yeah. don't want someone opening a hot dog stand or a hot dog cart. You know, <laughs> Red Hots and Gambling. You know, you don't oh wanna, my God, that's what I want to open. Red, if I yeah. open up Red hey, Hots and Gambling, you got, the, you got the rotisserie <laughs> in, in the bar and then they get to have a gambling machine. Or, no, we're not going that route. So the, mayor, the mayor's been very clear on that, Chris. Very clear. So no, man, we're not going to have a. We wait, can't wait, have a hot dog cart here and get a gambling machine. We can't, we can't, I was going to open up a place called Podcast yeah, and Slots. Right down, to, down here, you can't. Slots. Yeah, and I can't bring pizza in, and you can't have a gambling machine down here. Chris. I'm sorry. All right, this doesn't sound. You. I just want to put some video gaming right down here in the basement. Dude, I mean that yeah, order yeah. is perfect. I'm a business. I, I applied. You tell me I'm not yeah. getting any games down here. Well, we wouldn't be able to hear each other with all the dating going on. I was going to put some gaming right down here in the basement next to the kids' PlayStation. That's what I was going to do. That's perfect. Right? play, they play. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or some random stranger that comes to my back door. Stranger just walking Danny, down the stairs. Yeah, Daddy's got to make money. Yeah, yeah, Daddy's got to make money. That's there, how it works. There you so. go. Does your financial advisor actually take time to listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? Why worry about those things? When Tom Walsh is nearby... He's your local Edward Jones financial advisor. He works with you, focusing on what's important to you. 
He uses an established process to create personalized financial strategy, and he partners with you to help your strategy stay on track. Listen, families in South Chicagoland have been benefiting from Tom's get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values for over 18 years. Contact my close personal friend and also a fellow Brother Ice alumni, Tom Walsh. He's your local Edward Jones advisor, located in Mount Greenwood, right outside of the EP at 111th and Kedzie. Member SIPC. How soon do you think that's going to pop up where the games are going to start walking into places? Are, are you guys, I would imagine well, there's things like, hey, where are you going to put them? And are they going to ruin your restaurant or your bar because all of a sudden you're going to, it's going to look like Reno, Nevada? Because I lived in Reno. And that's the one thing. Like some people do it real clean and some people just put the game like right in the middle of the place. And you're like, wow, that kind of ruined the entire restaurant. So I, I would imagine these are things that you guys are discussing. Absolutely, Chris and Hannah. And, and the one thing we're really pushing is, you know, if, let's say you have it at a, 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 a place that serves food and, and, and alcohol. You know, we know what they are. And um, we don't, and the kids go in there. You know, so we're going to try to wall it off so that kids don't see it. You know, they can have it and the kids won't see it. It'll be nice. It'll be a, you know, room. So there's going to be provisions that the building department will uh, initiate or uh, inspect and, and keep the kids from, you know, they have, you can put a rope across. Well, we don't, we are not going to do that. You know what I mean? We're going to make it very nice and clean and we're, we'll keep the kids away from that end of it. It's the smartest thing for a restaurant. Cause I'll tell you right it now, is. if there's a place that I like the ambiance for, and all of a sudden there were things clinking and, and spurring and never, I just go to a different place. I'm going to float the idea that I floated to the mayor and I floated to Mark Marzullo and I'm going to continue to float it until I get it because I live on 99th street. <laughs> I want 90, not a stop sign. I want, no, tell me no, I, forget the stop signs. <laughs> I, want, I want to talk about that a little bit. I want later. 99th street to have basically a, uh, like a concrete barrier in between the right and left lane that has like potted, like just like greenery in it. Okay. Like a parkway. So that is so annoying for people that don't live in Evergreen to drive down. They don't drive down it. That's what I want. Okay. I want like when you get to Evergreen, you're like, yeah, I'm turning right here at Western Avenue or yeah, I'm turning right here at Pulaski because I don't want to drive through Evergreen on 99th anymore. I want you to make it the most annoying road possible. Okay. They're all, they're all uh, oh, okay, people, they they're skating, there. they're skating around oh, 95th. Man, I'm tell you yeah, I want you guys to give me, I want you guys to give me a radar gun and a ticket, uh, and a horrible. ticket book because I don't blame the cops. They got to get a badge, Chris. They got to cover man. all that. But oh, you Chris me, needs a badge. You, oh yeah. You put me <laughs> out. I'll give you a badge. Oh my God. How many tickets? Summertime. I'll just sit out here at three in the morning, having a beer on the porch, catching the guy that's going 95 miles an hour down the thing and forgets the, uh, forgets the stop sign near my house and you hear him go, he slides through the thing. I mean, like that's like. Get me out here. I'm ready. I'm ready to patrol 99th, and I would also like to have like a nice parkway put in. I know you're laughing Santa at me. Marzullo laughed at me. I'm, the I'm, mayor I'm laughed at me. Glenn Panuski laughed at me. Because you're making me laugh, Chris. That's what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me pass that through to mayor. Yeah, just you give know, me he's, he's honorary. You know, Shaquille O'Neal's an honorary sheriff. Why can't your your local podcast guy be an honorary cop? Steven Seagal Absolutely. is okay. a sheriff back home. Exactly. Yeah, why yeah, can't Chris Lanuti be a sheriff, Hannah? Why can't I? You're a big... Big uh, police advocate, right? Didn't weren't you? Did you work for the police or your commissioner or something like that? Somebody told me. Uh, yes, I was. I was the chairman of the police and fire commission board, and I, I'm a huge, huge supporter of the police and fire commissioner. I think our chief of police and our chief of fire are doing an excellent job. Saunders and Kleinhaus, excellent job, and and I hope they continue to do the same thing until you know they retire. I hope that they stay as long as they can. Hey, speaking of that, with the stop signs, you know we have them for a reason, and and a lot of people like. Just not even stopping through a stop sign because nobody's there. So I look at it this way, especially in the summer. Don't get me wrong, stop signs you stop at two seconds, three seconds. 
What does it take you? Eight to 12 seconds to go half a mile, right? 16 to 24 to go a mile. You know, so 20 seconds out of your day to go a mile. Really? Stop the stop signs. Stop. Look both ways, especially in the summer, because after this COVID's done, we're going to have these kids on their bikes. They're going to be, be running out. around. Exactly. Oh, yeah. People walk in. People are going to be out. And, and, and I'm a staunch advocate on stopping at stop signs. Oh, I agree with you. As a guy that walks his dog... And every day at some point yells at somebody because they didn't even notice me starting to walk into the intersection and drives right through it. So trust me, I'm with you on that. And anytime you you want me to sit down and consult on traffic issues in my area, I know exactly where everybody cuts through from Pulaski and cuts through from (laughs) Kedzie because they're trying to avoid 95th Street or 103rd Street. You let me know. I'll set up a whole dragnet over here. You draw me a map because I need I'll draw you a map. I need that. You brought me a pizza, I'm going to draw you a map of where everybody cuts through. All right, Norm, before we get out of here, you wanted to say something nice to your mother, Oh, yeah. Uh, The other thing is I want to give uh, uh, praise to all the village workers, um, uh, water department, Streets and Sands for the cleanup they did with the snow. Um, they did a great I'm, job. I've yeah. heard so much. We, we talked about that last week. They did a great job. The mayor's on it and, and the trustees. And um, with uh, myself, Mark Phelan, Carol Kyle, Kelly Burke, and Kathy Aparo, you know, we're doing the best we can for you guys. Yeah, well, I, I appreciate for, that. So. I appreciate that. Give your shout out. And one last thing. Hurry I got to say, say hi to my mother. He yes. asked me before the show, yeah. can, I ask, can I talk about my mama? I was like, no. And then he just starts <laughs> laughing. He looked at me like, like I was serious. I'm like, of course you can Hi, talk mama. about your mother. Hi, Ma. What's mom's name? Nancy Anderson. Nancy, Nancy of course, Anderson. Of course it's Nancy Anderson. Nancy. So. Nancy, yeah. Nancy, I want to say I'll thank you very you much for listening to the EP podcast. Your baby boy brought me a pizza, a case of beer, and did a good job on his first interview. Yes, he did. Okay, and he remembered to thank his mother, and I haven't heard anybody do that yet on this no show. No one has so, said hi So, Norm, to I'm telling you right now, you brought me food, you brought me beer, and, you you're the only guest, and you're the only guest that ever came down here to remember to thank his mother. So, I mean, right there, right there, man. You, you, you nailed this entire thing. Good for you. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Hannah. <laughs> thank welcome. you for having me on. I appreciate yeah. both of you. You guys take care of yourself, all right? Imagine, one day, out of nowhere, you need your car towed. Who are you going to call? You have no idea. Right, because none of us think about that until it actually happens. So I'm going to give you a name, Dreamers Towing and Recovery. Located in Evergreen Park, Illinois, they will tow your vehicle, locally or at a long distance, at a very affordable price. What happens when your car needs a jump start? Dreamers Towing and Recovery. What happens when you're locked out of your car? Dreamers Towing and Recovery. You got a junk car, you don't know how to get rid of it, and you just want to move along and get some cash? They buy your junk cars. Covering the EP and the surrounding south side of Chicago, Dreamers is there when you need them with 24-hour service. Call them, 773-410-4549. 773-410-4549. Turn a sudden nightmare into a dream with Dreamers Towing and Recovery. Joining me on the phone line right now, our resident physician that jumps in on the EP podcast all the time. He's from Family First Medical Group in Evergreen Park over on Western Avenue, yourffmg.com. Dr. David Beckman, how are you, sir? Doing well, Chris. How are you? I'm doing good, Doc. I'm going to tell you, the folks went out and got their vaccines, and it wasn't the way that you would expect them to get it. Dad's 70, mom's over 65. They should have been able to sign up. Instead, because of like basically extra vaccines. There was a Walmart dealing them out to a Chicago police district. Guys in the district didn't want them. They got a phone call like, hey, call this uh, this Walmart and 
ask them if they've got the vaccine because they've got extras because they weren't able to hand them out to the district. He calls the number, talks to the pharmacist, and meets the guy in the garden center on the Lower East Side for him and my mother to get the vaccine so nobody in the store could see them getting the vaccines. And that's the kind of hoops he had to jump through, even though he should have just been able to sign up and do it. And I don't think that's uncommon, is it? It is not uncommon. Uh, We've had some patients that have had difficulty getting uh, the vaccine for their elderly parents and uh, and there there are the there's like this uh, vaccine underground it seems like where you have people that um, go to the max vaccine sites and they'll wait till the end of the day to see if there's any leftover vaccines or there are any cancellations and uh, and sometimes there will be extra doses and people will be able to get a vaccine that way so it is a little, little bit uh, disjointed. I'm glad your parents got it, though, because I think the last time we talked, your mom was on the fence. Yeah, mom ended up getting it because dad was like, I'm going to go get it, and then I'm going to go out and live my life. So you're going to have to make a decision. <laughs> so that's kind of how that yeah. went. I think that's how the decision was made in the house. So, uh, But they, <laughs> they got their vaccine, which is good. And what's funny is once you get the vaccine the first time, you get a card, and it was really easy to sign up for the second one. They're just going up to the CVS in Evergreen Park in 95th and, and Kedzie because second vaccines are very easy to schedule way in advance because there's not as many people that have the first one yet. So it's really easy to say, I need the second one. This is the one I have. And they've already got those kind of set aside. So once you get the first one, it gets a lot easier, it seems like. But the unfortunate thing is the people who need it the most are the elderly people. My father needs my children to help him with his his remote control sometimes. And now he's not going to be able to figure out how to go on like you just described and be able to 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 wait for extra doses and know when to hit the website. That's the thing that stinks about this. Like I know young people who are posting on social media, like, Hey, I got some extra vaccines and they're 25 and healthy. And I'm like, you don't need it. Why is it the pharmacist calling the, the elderly patient that was in earlier in the day that they had to turn away? It's, it's maddening to me. It is. It's frustrating for us as a clinic where, uh, between, uh, our, our practices, you know, we, we probably have, around uh, eight, eight to 9,000 patients. And we, uh, you know, so we would be a site where if we got vaccines, we could call all of our patients over 65 and be able to administer the vaccines. And unfortunately, it seems like the strategy uh, has, has not been to give clinics these, uh, these vaccines, which I think are way, we're way more adept at being able to give vaccines because we give vaccines all the time. And we have patients that, uh, that trust us and have known, uh, known the people in the clinic. And so to be able to come into a clinic and get a vaccine really, to me, makes a lot of sense. But unfortunately, that's not the way that things are being rolled out right now. So I want to ask you about the new scare thing and the thing that's kind of making everybody nervous. If they look at the internet way too much, they turn on CNN or Fox news or, or surf along on Twitter. And that's the idea that there's variants and watch out. Cause yes. these variants are going to kill more people. And who knows if your vaccine is even going to work. Yeah. So I'm not, uh, I'm not sure that it's clear that these variants are deadlier. Uh, you know, they, they certainly seem to be more contagious. So they spread more easily, which is actually something that you frequently see with viruses that last for a while and they mutate. They have to be, they have to adapt and spread more easily, but they don't necessarily become 
more deadly. And so far, it seems like there really isn't any convincing evidence that they're worse than the original strain. Um, in terms of the vaccine efficacy, the uh, M- Moderna vaccine uh, appears to be um, maybe not as effective against the South African variant uh, or the Brazilian variant, um, but uh, but still effective enough where if you get the vaccine and you get infected with that variant, maybe you get a little bit sick. But the big thing, the big picture here with those vaccines is, do they lower your risk of getting hospitalized and do they lower your risk of getting, uh, of dying? And it appears that all of the vaccines fit that bill, even if they, um, even if they're not as effective at preventing infection against some of the variants. The one kind of wild card right now is the AstraZeneca vaccine that's not been out yet in the U.S. was ordered by South Africa as their predominant vaccine. And unfortunately, it looks like that vaccine is only about 10% effective against that strain. So they're actually holding on to that vaccine for now um, in South Africa. But the Moderna vaccine and then the Johnson & Johnson vaccine that's going to come out hopefully in the next month and the Pfizer vaccine, all of them appear to be um, effective enough that it's certainly worth getting. Um, and, uh, and plus, Pfizer and Moderna have already said that they're working on uh, trying to uh, adjust the vaccine if needed in case they need to do another booster to help with these other variants. What was your take? Because I was curious when I was watching it. What was your take when you watched the Super Bowl? Because when I watched the Super Bowl, I thought to myself, well, everybody can go back to school and everybody should be able to go to baseball games and everything else because this place is packed. I mean, it was packed. What was yeah. your take when you looked at it and what was your reaction to it? I mean, I, my reaction is I'm, I'm glad that we're starting to see um, some signs of returning back to, back to normal. I, I think that um, when, and I think we've talked about this before, Chris, when we, when we first learned about the virus and we were really not sure about how deadly it was and who it affected, it made sense that we, we uh, locked down and everyone just kind of waits it out to see. But it's been, I'd say, at least six months where we, we know pretty well the people that get really sick with this. And there, there is a lot of secondary harm that is done. I mean, the Super Bowl is obviously something that's fun and it's good for people to get back together. But I think that when you look at it on a more local level, when you look at kids, I mean, you think about a, uh, a high schooler who is a star athlete who's getting primed for a scholarship at a college, and the last two years of their uh, schooling, they got locked out of their sport. What are they supposed to do? There's no, there's no uh, surprise that um, depression and anxiety and suicide, especially in younger people, has skyrocketed. I mean, you've essentially taken away their usual way of life. And and for really, I think at this point, no reason at all. I mean, I think that when you're talking about the younger people that are uh, certainly far less likely to get uh, severely ill from this virus, you need to let them uh, live their lives. And the, the people that need to take 
precautions, they take precautions. I know that you met with Hannah just recently, and uh, I, I'm not getting into what's going on with her medically, but she's an absolute mess. I'm going to get her off of all these uh, bad <laughs> things that she's eating. Okay, she's uh, she's telling me she's got to lower her cholesterol, and then I see her sit down here munching at the bar, and now I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to tell the doc <laughs> on you. So I'm, I'm keeping an eye on her. I want you to know that. All right. Sounds good, Chris. Thanks a lot, doc. Thanks, Chris. Another show is wrapped up, another show's in the books, another show is wrapped up, and then by the looks it's gonna be a good one, and we'll see you next week, and the nude is basement, and the nude is basement, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Slancha. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.